to the Bobcast. I've, this episode I'm joined by my good friend Luke. Luke, you alright? Yes, I am mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm not too bad. Cheers, fella. I should have asked first of all, because I ask everyone, if you're happy me calling you Luke. I don't know, of you might not be happy. Of course, that's my Christian name, my given name, and that's what everyone calls me, man. So that's fine. Well, yeah, it's just that some people have asked to remain anonymous. They're like, I'm just going to call them Darth Vader or, I don't know, Robin Hood, something daft like that. But, yeah. So, you're yeah, you're happy being called Luke. Of course I am, man. Your actual name. That's cool. Um, How does it feel being on a on a podcast? Uh, I don't know. I've never been on a podcast before, so this is a good uh, little experience, I suppose. Yeah, and you've crossed, <laughs> crossed it off your uh, bucket list. Imagine it's on there or something. Yeah, well... I mean, it wasn't really on my list to do, but it's not on my list not to do, so might as well give it a go, eh? Yeah. You could say you've done it now, can't you? Yeah, I can tell people that I've been on your, on your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the famous Bobcast. Aye. Um, right. I don't know if you've listened to, like, previous episodes, but, like, I do like this bit on my episode, which is, I call it Bob Staff story and it's like special to each person right okay okay yeah right and yeah i remember when we like first met right and it was through work which is how i meet most people most of my friends and uh i remember like hearing this like loud person like smiling and like you were just like I just, you came across like this, like, morale guy. And, like, I hit it off with you straight away. I don't know, you might have hated me. I don't know, at the start. I don't hate anybody, mate. I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm just me. I'm happy. I just try and stay happy. I try and involve people in things. I try and make people feel more comfortable, you know, around me. Because, obviously, at that time, I was kind of your boss, kind of not. So, it kind of like makes it a bit uh, intimidating for new people sometimes to meet someone who's might be their superior in some ways. But the way I see it is we're all equal, we're all humans, you know, like we're all gotta get on some way, shape or form. So we've had a like a, a pre chat, haven't we, about what we're gonna talk about on this episode. Yeah. And I think they're both quite very deep topics. Wouldn't wouldn't you agree? Yeah, definitely. The the definitely topics that uh, a bit, uh, I wouldn't say taboo, but the things that people don't tend to talk about, they tend to hide away. Yeah, exactly. And I, 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 both of them, I think everyone, at least at one point in time, has like crossed paths with both of these topics, maybe once, twice, or you know, several times, or all the time. You never know. But yeah, so I am excited about this podcast and. So, the two topics we're going to be talking about, we're going to talk about 
gambling, first of all. Right, so should we dive into this thing then? Yeah, sounds good. Let's do it. Right, so... Um, all right, okay, yeah. So my first question or statement is, um, what's gambling to you? Or what is gambling? I suppose like, it comes in different forms, doesn't it, really? Yeah, well, there's probably two answers to that. There's the answer of what uh, they, the gambling companies, want you to think and what it actually is. Um, right. What the gambling companies want you to think is that it's a fun pastime, you know, and you can just be light and breezy and stuff and you can just come in and out of it. It helps you to gain excitement in an activity that's happening either on the telly or while you're at an event. Yeah. Whereas my experience and what a lot of people have experienced as what they call problem gamblers is it becomes a pastime that can take over your life. It can use too much of your time. Not, it's not always about money. Sometimes it's about the time and effort that you put into placing a bet and then you become emotional about that sort of thing. You think, oh, put off so much effort into that bet, into getting the right bet, and then it doesn't come off and you, you can be upset about it that way. Yeah, yeah. I can emphasise with both of those statements. I've, I, I think for me, like, there's so many different types of gambling, isn't there? So doing the lottery, <clears throat> buying a scratch card, um, uh, betting on football, rugby, uh, horse racing, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and like, I, I suppose at the end of the day, like they're all sort, they're all um, bad and and good in a way if you can manage, manage, manage it or or whatnot. But there yeah. is lots of different layers, isn't there, to like gambling? Yeah, definitely. It's not just black and white. Like, oh, you can go in a bookies. You know, that's just one one thing that used to happen. Like when my granddad gambled, he used to go in the bookies. Now you can bet on your phone at the touch of a button. You know, you don't even have to leave your your bed if you don't want to. Yeah, it is so easy. And like you know, I'll be honest, I I I dabble. Yeah. Every now and again. And that's uh, fine. You know, no one's going to stop. Nobody's ever going to stop someone from from gambling. Like you know, like that's just it's a you know it's something that somebody can just do because we've got freedom in this country yeah. to do that. Uh, there isn't really many laws about how much you can spend or how much you can gamble. All I know is that, like, the platform I, I use, uh, so when you first set it up, you can set a, a spending limit on it. <clears throat> yeah, but that's totally in your control. It's yeah, not in control I... of how much you earn or how much time you should like legally spend on a site like these things are things that the government really needs to think about of saying if you earn for example £30,000 a year you should only be able to put on £300 a year yeah. or something like that like 1% of your wage should only be able to go onto one gambling site like because and like you should only be able to have a maximum of three at one time or something because the amount of people I know myself included who's overspent on gambling sites Sometimes without even knowing, without even realising. Um, and that's why a lot of the the fun stops stops. When the fun yeah. stops stop, like that was never a thing when I started gambling. 
like it was heavily promoted rather than this, you know, seems to be more of a trying to help people culture now, which is good. It's starting to, the tide's starting to turn. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, just going back, I'm not, like, obviously I was in, well, I'm in a good mind space when I set my gambling thing up, my, not gambling, but yeah, my, my betting thing up. Yeah. Uh, I've only ever tried to change the um, spending limit that I set up once. Yeah. And it, it, I can't, I can't remember too much, but I, I wasn't able to do it straight away. I had to wait. You have to wait. Days. I think it's yeah, either a month, a week, seventy-two hours. It's to stop you from basically chasing your losses, which is something that they've been showing on, definitely on TV adverts recently, which I'm quite glad to see. You know, like the dangers of changing of chasing a loss. And it, yeah, it is something that like has like, certainly like the past like four or five years, it's like developed into. Well, it seems well to me because it seems to me like um, all these companies, yeah, they still want your money at the end of the day. Cause it's business, isn't it? But uh, they are obviously doing stuff to try and help you as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But that is a good point that you make that uh, it it should be capped on your lifestyle. Um, you know, you could be. It should be capped on your basic earnings. Like, you shouldn't be able to spend... If you earn £30,000 a year, you shouldn't be able to spend 20000 of it. You know, like, you shouldn't be able to do that. That's not sustainable. That's not a sustainable business model, so why should it be allowed? If they're... I think I've read a statistic. It was, like, something like 1% of people who gamble account for 90% of their profits. Now, that, to me, just seems insane. Like, that should just not be a thing. Oh, my God. It's something like that. It, it's it's very similar if it's not that. That's crazy, that. <laughs> yeah. When you say it out loud, you think, how is that even allowed, you know? Yeah. That's madness. But uh, these companies do seem like they are doing stuff. To, like, yeah, they are out. now. Now that, you know, that people have obviously have problems with gambling like you know or there's more help for gambling than there there's ever been which is a good thing you know i mean well that... it depends what what you think the problem is like is the problem you spend too much time gambling is the problem you spend too much money is it a combination of both because sometimes you know like when i was younger i'd walk into a bookies thinking oh i'll just have one bet and then three hours have gone and i'm not even realized you know that sometimes yeah. is what's happened they are very dark places, like bookies, aren't they? Yeah, well, there's no clock on the wall. There's no, like, all right, there's no clock on the wall, but the TV's got a timer, so that's not really an excuse. But I know, like, in casino and gambling halls, like, they don't have clocks on walls. They don't have windows. They're just dark, dingy places that are designed specifically to keep you in. Like, if you look at a casino, one that I used to visit quite regular, the cash desk was all the way at the back. So for you to cash out your chips... To get out of the casino, you'd have to go all the way into the, as far as you could go away from the exit, to then walk past every single machine or every single game you played to get out. That's, that's bad. That's obviously set up. That must be. Yeah, that's that's their. Um, it's it's like their feng shui sort of thing. You know, like they've they've done a lot of research into what makes people tick and how to get them to spend more money. Whether that's right or wrong is you know another topic for another day, I guess. 
but yeah, it's a business, isn't it? At the end of the day, yeah, it's but, a business. Yeah. But like, the business should probably be caps. You know, like if yeah. Fred or Betfair or whoever, you know, there's plenty of them. It's not just one or two. Like they're two I've just named right now, but there's plenty of them out there. I could name probably twenty bookies right now, but I'm not gonna. But they need to have a sustainable model that's fair. Not a sustainable yeah. model that's just like, oh, we're a bookies and we had ten million pound in revenue in the last month, and of that revenue we made two million profit. You know, like how is how is that sustainable for the UK public? All right, they yeah, pay no. tax they pay tax on it, you know, but we all know that these big companies can sometimes skirt around the tax law. Oh yeah. <laughs> hopefully hopefully that doesn't happen, but that doesn't mean it's okay. You uh, make it a very good, very good point. <laughs> well, I have a lot of experience on this subject. Obviously, I've just recently stopped gambling, so it's quite a, a passionate thing I feel about it. You know, and that moves me on to my next point. I've already sort of touched. Like we both sort of touched on it briefly. And my my next point was: Do we or have we both ever gambled? Um. And what are our, our own experiences from it? Yeah. I mean, I'll go straight off the bat and say, Bob, that I have I have gambled, obviously, in the past. I've just said that, you know? Yeah. And I've, we, we haven't pre-spoken about this subject. I'm guessing from, like, you know, your passion about it, uh, that you did have... Uh, oh, I had, I had some massive, massive problems with it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm sure, like, if you feel like you've got a problem now, you'll know exactly what your first bet was, where you was when you did it, like how it made you feel. Um, usually, it, the, the thing, I think I read another statistic that's like 90% of problem gamblers win their first bet. And it's that rush. So, like, yeah, like 90% of people, I think it is, um, who's, or like 85% of people who have a, oh, are problem gamblers um, win the first bet, you know, and it's the the rush of adrenaline, the rush of chemicals to your brain that make you like feel an experience that you're forever trying to chase again, you know, like you're never going to get that feeling again. It's a bit like, I liken it a bit to being a drug addict, you know, if you was addicted to a drug, the first time you take yeah. that drug, it's the best feeling in the world, you know, like you you might never get that again, but to get that again or anywhere close, you have to take more and more and more, you know, and that's yeah. the same with gambling, you know. I used to, one of my first bets was one pound accumulators in the bookies, and then, like, it just kind of went from there. Right, okay. Yeah. I I don't think I have a, I have a problem, personally. Uh, but, uh, because I never win, <laughs> so I never reach that high. Yeah, well, that's I, what I mean, I but it, it depends on what but... you think a problem is. Is a problem not having any money when you're spending your spare money? If it's only £2, that might be your only spare money, therefore it's a problem. It depends what you think a problem is. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not saying you have got a problem. I, I don't know your personal circumstances. I don't go for your bank account. But if you get paid X amount and you gamble... X minus Y, if that Y is a ridiculous amount of money compared to what you've got left, then, yeah, it's probably a problem. Yeah. Don't start quoting quadratic equations at me. No, definitely not. Just a bit of algebra, <laughs> mate, that's all. Algebra, yeah, not not at 10 to 8 at night, my God. 
I've got my notepad out. X minus Y squared. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I can pretty get where you're coming from. Yeah. Definitely. Um, we've already touched on a, like, a couple of like good and bad points. Like, you know, uh, bad points, like you said, um, about obviously trying to attain that high you get from winning, etc. Yeah. Obviously not not being able to um sustain your lifestyle because you're addicted to it or or whatnot. Uh but on the on the other hand, like you know, there's, there's also a lot of people who who never have get or have those problems and could still in, still enjoy it. Uh, yeah. But for me for me when I do it, it just adds another um oh, I don't know how to put it. Adds another like layer so yeah. to speak to to the to game. The, Makes the yeah, game to, mean yeah. something to you rather than it just being a pointless game. Yeah. Instead yeah. of just sitting sitting there watching the results come in and, and be like yeah, and again, that's another marketing strategy that they've used. Like, I remember seeing that advert, you know, like, oh, it means more when there's a bet on it. I think that was the yeah. exact quote. You know, if it wasn't, it was similar, very similar. So, uh, with your um, experiences with with gambling and whatnot, uh, have you got any, like, points that you can recommend to anyone that has well, helped you? If anyone else is in the same boat that you are. Yeah, I would say, like, be someone who doesn't gamble alone. Um, Gamble, like, as a pastime, but, like, with friends, so you can all keep on on top of, like, what you've spent. So if you go in a bookies and you both, or three of you or four of you have all got 20 quid and you lose the 20 quid, like, three of your mates might stop the one of you to go get more money out of the bank machine or to put more money on to a machine in the bookies, you know, and that might be a good thing. Yeah. You can, like, motivate each other to not go too far because when the fun stops, you should stop, you know. That is a good slogan that they've come out with recently. It is a brilliant slogan. You know, and and nobody has fun when they've got no money in their pocket. You know, if you're going on a night out and you instantly lose £100 in the bookies before you go out, then you've spent that £100 extra on top of your night out. Yeah, and you're not so going to have instantly yeah. had a more expensive night out than your friends, you know, and that makes yeah. you not have as much of a good time. 100%, yeah. 100%. Yeah. So that's one recommendation. Must uh, have some, like, people or, like, websites or something. Yeah, um, there's a website uh, that I used um, <clears throat> to stop gambling that that um, website is uh, GamStop. Um, if you just put that into any search engine, it'll come up. And basically what that does is it stops you from gambling online in any platform. So you can't even do the lottery um, if you use that for stopping your gambling online. And the reason I used that was because online, the money didn't feel as real. Yeah. It just wasn't, it wasn't like in my hand. It wasn't physical. It was like, oh, it's just a number on a screen. Yeah. It basically means nothing, you know, like in my head. But in reality, I knew it was a problem. Another one that you could probably use, the gamblingcommission.gov. Like, that'll help you get in control with your gambling if you think you're starting to get an addiction. Or, you know, gamcare.org. 
they're uh, they're obviously a massive one. That if you go into any bookies, I think their ones on the back of um, every single leaflet that's in there about stopping the gambling. Or you could just go into a bookies and ask them about it, you know, and they'll point you in the right direction. Um, when it comes to the other side of it, though, I would say a lot of people who do have gambling problems have a lot of debt, and if you have a lot of debt, I suggest you get in touch with Step Change Debt Charity. And what they'll do is they'll basically put you on a debt management plan where you'll pay back all the money, but at a, a rate that you'll be able to afford. Yes, I can, I can uh, back you up on that step yeah. change. I, I used them several years ago. Yeah. And they, they were phenomenal. Yeah, Classic. exactly. I remember the first time when I rang them, it was a really emotional day. You know, I, I, didn't, I didn't feel like ringing them. I, I cried down the phone. You know, I, I was really upset. But after that phone call, I felt like... A weighted lifted massively, mm. you know, and I felt yeah. like I could, I could rest easy again, you know, knowing that at the end of the month my money wasn't all going to disappear, like it had been for for years, you know. Hundred percent. Like they left me with when I spoke to them, they left me with like a couple of jobs to do. But um, yeah, after that initial phone call, I had yeah, I felt exactly. You felt me. better, didn't you? You felt better about yeah. it. I, I, I remember the phone call. I remember putting the phone down and smiling. I was just like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Why well, haven't done this before? <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I didn't know that they helped with, um, well, you know, gambling and whatnot. So that's good. Yeah. And yeah, oh, yeah. such a good charity. I mean, these things, people get embarrassed about them all the time. I used to get really embarrassed about it. Like, I used to be the sort of guy that would either have a lot of money in the bank on the fifth of the month, or I'd be basically living like an absolute pauper, you know, yeah. sometimes. So, some, you know, like, these things, the best thing to do is to talk to people about it. Don't just live in like fear if you've got a problem speak to somebody speak to a doctor even the nhs offer a service to help you talk about these things you know gambling is just as much of a problem now as drugs i'd say yeah it was up there with everything else isn't it um yeah exactly but it's good that there is help out there and and especially for you that uh that help does work and it will work for other people yeah um, like i said well, for anything, the most important thing is realising you've got a problem and vocalising it and speaking to someone. Yeah, exactly. Don't don't suffer in silence, as they say, you know. Yeah, that is the perfect statement. Don't suffer in silence. Probably even better than when the fun stops, stop. <laughs> don't suffer <laughs> in silence. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Maybe they should be combined, you know, when the fun stops, stop, and don't suffer in silence. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what, ring Sky Sports up, get them to do a new advert. <laughs> yeah, for their, their little yeah. their little maybe, adverts to do. Maybe you can feature on it. <laughs> yeah, I'll ring I'll ring Jeff Stelling up tomorrow. <laughs> yes, ring him up. Him. I'll be like, oh, come to an Atley Pool game we win all this COVID's finished as well. Yeah. <laughs> He does, I love I've loved seeing those clips where he's going crazy about Artie Paul. Yeah, he loves it, man. He's he's a diehard man, diehard fan, man. Well, I thought 
I thought I've been calling them the wrong name for years. I thought they're called Hartlepool, but they're not. They're called Hartley Pools. It's Hartley Pools United. That's what they used yeah, to be you, called. You don't pronounce the H, do you? Hartley Pool, like that. Hartley Pool. Because <laughs> if you're northern, if you're a northern monkey hanger like they are, they're not. They're known as monkey hangers. They don't use their H's. Same as in Plymouth, they don't use their H's. It's just the way it is sometimes. You're northern, though. Do you? Yeah, I'm H's? northern. Yeah, I, yeah. I use my H's definitely. You? you know, like you know, I have things. I don't have things. You know, like that's. Just, I don't know if you could tell him different in the way I said that, but it felt like it to me. Yeah, well, sort of. <laughs> but I can't talk. Um, classed as a southerner. Yo. Uh, I've lived all over. I've grew up with Scousers, Geordies. Um, I'm Welsh, but I'm not Welsh. Um, yeah. So I've, I've got a leg to stand on me. 